0: It's time to put it on public. Let's say you're done making your video. What are you gonna do with it? Are you gonna send it or just keep it? Colin, together with Megna Carey, explains how you can put your video on public and post it to get noticed. Stay tuned as Colin also discusses why you should accept your expectations in creating a video, which helps in sharpening your skills in the long run. Find out more in this latest episode of Sales Transformation. I love selling with video, I love prospecting with video, But how bold to actually post the video, right? Not very many people are doing that, right? Most people are creating their videos, they're sending them in the DMs, they're sending them an email. Um, And it's definitely a challenge when you have an ICP that's like not active on LinkedIn because that's the platform that most sellers are very comfortable with, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And so you got to get super creative when your ICP is not hanging out on the platform that's your preference. And I think that you know you know actually posting the video um, is you know pretty good way to stand out um, yeah. is very bold. Not a lot of people are, are willing to do that, so I love that. Um, and it, it seems like you know when you create your videos for prospecting, you're spending a good amount of time to make sure that they're both personalized and relevant Mm -hmm. do you have a bit of a process or a framework that you follow um, to keep the bar high with the quality of those videos
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'll just uh, like give you an example because um you also need to sense your prospect like what kind of content they would like so what i used to do um i was talking like as i said that i want to be the joe holberg of SDR. so it involves a lot of stalking like It's research, right? But it's a lot of social media stocking as well. Um, So like, when when you find out their pet's names, I think that works very well. Um, Otherwise, like, even if you go to their brand page or their company page, since I was reaching out to D2C Brands, a lot of them were posting reels and posting fun stuff about their coworkers and about their product. And, um, just one example. So I sort of reached out to this brand. They were doing some, uh, some activity with, um, hats, like snapback, uh um, snapbacks and caps. So what I did was like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, be a tourist. So I, I put on a cap, you know, because I'll be a tourist and I'll walk around your website and, you know, show you stuff that is, um, um, that can be better with um, our product or in general right so um, I I put on this cap I showed them around and then after like I I removed that cap and I said like you know this is the thing that we can do no cap and I just removed the cap you know so uh, I really like uh, doing this stuff it's not like it's out of compulsion that you know I need to get a reply from them no it's like I'm just trying to have fun with it and that is when you know i really like yeah. my job like when i can get creative uh, with every prospect and that is i think very important that you need to research not only um, how your product can enhance their workflows but also the vibe of your prospect and the companies that you're reaching out to like are they into fun stuff are they into you know this stuff or like you need to figure that out before you reach out to these people <clears throat>
0: Yeah, I think that there's um a couple things that I know some people are thinking, right? They're like, wow, that sounds like a lot of work to create a video, right? <laughs> yeah. Um but you said something interesting because you know, you sort of mentioned, you know, that you sort of detach from the expectation of like, this is going to get me a reply, right? Because it's very easy to get disappointed if you have your expectations too high and you put a lot into creating a video and then you don't get that reply. It can be very discouraging Mm -hmm. for a lot of sellers. So how do you maintain and manage that expectation is like, Hey, I'm doing this Mm -hmm. video. I'm having fun. You know, at the very Best case scenario, I get a reply and maybe we have a conversation. Um, maybe like worst case scenario, like no response. No response. But,
1: you
0: know, maybe it just sharpens my video skills and I get better. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. that's the thing is being consistent yeah. with video. Yeah. You're going to get better creating videos.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that that is what, right? Like, you need to be consistent. Like, um, I know it can be very disheartening. Like, when I don't even get a no out of them, when I send, like, a very personalized video and, you know, I've done a lot of research, I've sent one or two hours uh, on this account, on this prospect, recording the video, researching about them. And still, I don't get even one response. I think that is very disheartening. But um, after you keep doing it, I think it's a process. You know, sometimes you might get a reply and most times you won't, um, you know, even get a reply. So that has been my strategy. Uh, I'm not looking for demos or people saying, yeah, I'm interested. Like, no, I'm just chasing people for a no. Unless and until I get, like, I need something, I need at least a no, like, just say no, it's fine, I'll move on. It's. I think it's very hard for me to move on from one prospect, that is also something that I'm currently working on. I'm not perfect, like, this is uh, me, like, I, I get very disheartening yes but then i remember that i need to be very consistent and sometimes it gets to like 30 40 touch points and um, like people say that you need to stop and that is something that is very hard for me you know to actually stop because that is my mantra that i'm not like i'm not chasing people to get a demo i'm just chasing for a no just tell me no and then i'll move on
0: Yeah, yeah. Ooh, 30, 40 touch points, right? (laughs) I mean, most people would have given up halfway, halfway there on that journey. But I think that, you know, it is something that's hard for a lot of people. I know I struggle with it myself is like, I'm okay with a no, like just, you know, I'd rather have a no than like a no response. Yeah, exactly. Um, Mm -hmm. Because then you can move on, right? But I think an important thing to think about is like knowing when to say, okay, that's enough. I can move on and finding that balance because the more you're continuing to chase you know, a particular prospect and saying yes to continuing with that prospect, you're saying no to something else, right? Uh If you're saying yes to continuing to follow up on all of these prospects, you know, a bunch of times, what else could you be doing? You know, that could be maybe more of a revenue generating activity as a seller. So I think finding that balance is really key for people. And there's no... Yeah. There's no, there's no like right answer. It could be, you know, something slightly different for everybody, Mm -hmm. depending on what it is that you do, what it is that you sell, like the deal size, all of these variables matter of when is enough, right? Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're enjoying the show, drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform. And we hope that you'll tune in again tomorrow as we are here for you every day, weekends included to help you transform the way you sell.